0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: they named it the group of death well it turned out to be the group of death if you think about it we killed the rest of the teams welcome to carnage Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Carnage, where we get to discuss the magnificent team that we all support, the magnificent team that's twenty five and zero, finished the top of their group with four wins out of four. It was supposed to be the hardest group, turned out to be a cup of tea, didn't it, lads? My God! But we're going to get into into our magnificent Champions League run so far. We're going to get. We're going to look forward to Liverpool and West Ham on the weekend. But I've got to give a warm welcome. Because I've got to give a warm welcome because tonight I'm not I don't know about where you guys are, right? It's absolutely freezing, like where I am. What's the weather like in Ireland, Scotland, and UK? Tell me we'll start with Conroy. Conroy, how are you? Are you as cold as I am?
0: It's actually, you know, it's it was a yesterday it wasn't that bad, but the day before it was very cold, and this morning it was very cold. So we kind of had a I'm mildly in between it, but yeah, it's been pretty cold this morning. I had to, had to um, what do you call it, uh, use the de-icer this morning on the car. So it's that usually tells you when i de- getting there.
1: I use the icer on myself, mate, first and foremost, <laughs> before you get to the car. It's that mad. What's it like in Ireland,
2: oh, Kev? Mate, I left my fire in the front room to come out and speak to you guys. So I'm sat here in the, in the kitchen at the minute with a coat on and it is baltic. It is absolutely Baltic all day long.
1: It's, it's pretty cold, pretty cold.
2: It is cold, cold man. It is November. Chris, Chris November. looks nice
1: and cozy, though. Chris looks nice and cozy in his t shirt. He's the only one wearing a, like, a lovely t shirt, like a polo shirt, I should say.
3: Yeah, I've got the radiator behind the, the computer, that's why. Oh, no, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm in a conservatory, like, can
1: you see? It's a massive, huge conservatory where <laughs> the heat is like just don't do enough job. And I'm, um, I don't know, man. Can I afford another couple of heaters in here? I'm gonna to have to. I'm gonna to have to get on Gav's case. Get the
2: super. Get the super chats going. Yeah, I'm gonna to have to get on Gav's
1: case. <laughs> but uh, listen, before we get, we were tucking into the talking points, I've got to give a special mention to my to my sponsors of this uh, of this show. Our magnificent sponsors at the lads and ladies at EliteMe.com. www.EliteMe.com. Get on their website. Check them out. Some magnificent products. I'm a user. Quite, quite a few people have used their products, and it's 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 the second to none. Absolutely fantastic! You type in LFC ten, and you even get a ten percent discount. So do do make sure you go and check them out. But people, who wants to go first? Because I'm I've been dying to speak about Liverpool to my mates. I can't stop talking about us. It's one of those ones, right? Because we were magnificent in that first half yesterday. I was saying to a couple of mates that I went to the to the AC Milan game. Conroy, I'll start with you because, you know, you're my hostess with the mostest, the co-hostess with the mostest. Um, so you get first dibs. Um, sorry, Kevin, Chris, you know, it's the way it works it's sometimes. Right. Sorry, all right. It's Kev's works. already been
0: complimented in the chat already. I'll just put his comment up there. The People are delighted he's on. <laughs> yeah, Guinness. He's doing well.
1: There you go. There you go. Um, oh, that's tradition. The Guinness and the Irish lads, that's fucking tradition, isn't it? I'm, I'm used to it. That years and years of so nice. this Years and years of gav down in the Guinness, and I'm used to it. Um, Conroy, I went to the AC Milan game. Uh, I think it was the first game of the campaign, wasn't it? Someone correct me if I'm wrong. That was yeah, the you know, first that was a, game,
0: right? Because Porto away was the second, so yeah.
1: And I thought that first half would be very difficult to beat Conroy because even though we went in 2-1 down, we were so fucking good. But this topped it. This top to A, because Atletico Madrid are a far better team than um, the AC Milan team. And B, we didn't concede two goals sloppily. We were intense. We were aggressive. Everything that you associate with Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp in most of his tenure.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I thought it was, um, it was a great performance. I've, I've got to be honest, Grizz, I don't usually get it right, never with score predictions, but it kind of played out the way I thought it would, you know, and they would start quick against them, would have a lot of the ball because they're defensive. Um, It's no coincidence, I feel like, obviously Trent's always great anyway, but because of their um setup with the, the five at the back, I felt like our fullbacks, even Shimikas at times, had time on the ball to, to express what they can do. And they're both very good attacking fullbacks. And you could see that from the start. I, I felt from the first 10 minutes, we just control when they had it didn't really catch us. You can maybe say there's an argument in the first 10 minutes. I think, to be fair, Trippier has a great first time ball. And Carrasco, he actually was quite decent for them, to be fair. He looked, oh, this might be a game. But as soon as we got a little bit of control, a few chances, builded that momentum up in the first half, I thought, were oh, great. And as soon as the first goal went in, to me, I just felt like, even if they had scored, I felt like we're winning it. And uh, yeah, I'd say it was a very um, composed performance as well. I really liked the fact that, you know how, I know we'll get into it more about the red card, but when that happened, I felt like we were smart. We didn't try and play. You Maybe games like the Ace of Milan, we, we went a bit, not gun-ho, but we tried to make it like, oh, we we're amazing and forgot about just like, taking the sting out of the game. I thought we'd done that really well. And yeah, I was, I was really, really happy with the first, especially the first half. I thought it was a really, really good performance.
1: Chris, did you when you saw the our lineup, um, was you was there any surprises for you? Um, or did you have that kind of team in mind? There's always going to be sort of there's always going to be one, one out of the front four that we as we call them now, that's going to miss out, usually unless we go to a different formation. There's always that one probably dilemma of centre backs in terms of Konate and Matip, but did the fullback surprise you, or was, or could you see that coming in the midfield? So overall, in the team lineup when it came out, was you was you satisfied? Did you think, yeah, this is good?
3: Did be surprised? Probably uh, Chamberlain started because yeah. that's before we knew about the Jones' injury. I think if Jones was fit, I think he'd have started because I think he's got more credit in the bank than Chamberlain, but. I've got to the point with Simbecast that if he's picked, I just go, "Oh yeah, okay." It, it doesn't worry me because he's a really, really good fullback. He's not quite Robbo's level, but you know, deliveries wise, he's f- fantastic, and defensively, he's getting better and better. So, only mild surprise, probably, was Chamberlain starting. Other than that, I kind of shrugged and went, "Yeah, that that should be enough."
1: Mm. And Kev, when you saw their lineup, did you think because? We had Kendall, the Newcastle fan and Atletico fan as well. She is, and she gave us some great insight. And she actually predicted the exact team, which was quite surprising because I, th- I think me and Conroy were saying, well, if he picks that, that's quite attacking to come to Anfield. Yeah,
0: especially Carrasco. We thought yeah. Lodi would, would start. start. Yeah. No. So
1: when you saw their team and the way they started, and Conroy's right, I know we were magnificent, but we did the first five minutes, they did sort of. Get a, a bit of a rhythm going. Yeah, did, you, did he surprise you with his tactics and team lineup?
2: No, um, the the lineup for them really picked itself with the suspensions. Carrasco's in the form of his life in Spain this at uh, this, this season. He's flying it. Um, he's way ahead. he's streets ahead of Ladi at the minute. Um, the with their systems that three four two one, similar to Brighton, but the difference was Suarez. Suarez gave Virgil and Matip someone to mark, whereas Trossard didn't. And with Trossard not play, with Trossard playing the false nine properly, it allowed Brighton's two attacking mids to run off Jordan Henderson. And it's a very similar system, apart from Suarez being the focal point and things having to go through him. That slowed them down. That Legrand switch is on in that in that system all the time from wing back to wing back and you could see Trippier trying to do it more because Carrasco is six foot one and he's he is a winger. He's a left winger by trade. He's very good in the air and that ball was and the first time I saw it I thought ooh this is this is an issue. And my big takeaway from our side of the lineup was the balance the balance in midfield you had a runner in ox you had a pass merchant in jordan henderson and you had control in fabinho and that's what was missing on against brighton that balance and once we got a hold of the ball alisson never made a save all night they had no shots on target
1: yeah now you and right.
2: they're going to they're going to walk they're going to win the spanish league this year no doubt they've won it last year they'll win the spanish league this year and I wouldn't be surprised to see them go deep in this competition if they can get out of the group. They're one of those sides that most teams in Europe won't like, won't enjoy playing them because they'll get taken in by the tactics and by the thuggery, and they'll play their game rather than be comfortable enough in their own game to just like Juventus did it to him a few years ago, I think where Juventus just played their game. We did it to him last night where we played our game. The only argument at halftime was it's only two. It could be five. And with better finishing on the night, it would have been four or five. It could have been anything. anything. So I'm going to work my way
1: backwards. I'm going to work my way backwards Mm. up to sort of the next point. And Chris, you come in here. And and Kev, I think Conroy mentioned sort of how we handled it, sort of the game second half. But overall, <laughs> if you could pick how a night could go in, ter- in terms of Champions League games, like sort of get your goals early, they lose a man, you stroll the second half, chance to rest your limbs. It w- it worked out perfectly, bar the Bobby injury. It couldn't have worked out better, Chris, right?
3: Yeah, bar for the Bobby injury, it was ideal. It also, it got much needed minutes into Simmercasts which he, he needed because he's had a few games off. Confidence abuse
1: for Ox, as you said.
3: Yeah, yeah, because um, despite what I, I've read around him, look, I'm not saying Ox is amazing. I'm not saying Ox is going to be here next season. I don't think he is. But if, if he can perform at that sort of level consistently, he's, he just becomes, what I said, he's just a cog in the midfield. Not spectacular, but covered his back, gave us something different going forward because he likes to have a pop, pop from distance and he worked his ass off. And, um, you know, he seemed to get a knock on the knee, but he seemed to come back on, which I thought was a psychological thing for him, which was, I've had a whack in my knee. Great point. I had the chat to Klopp and went, I'll give it another, and he gave it another 10 minutes. And I, I actually think the sub coming off was an injury. I think it was more of a, give him a bit of a, a standard ovation, kind of a confidence boost, because I, I do think Ox is a confidence player and he gets in his own head. If something goes wrong, Fabinho can, and Henson can just wash it off and go, I'll, I'll get it right next time. Ox, if he gets it wrong, the next ten minutes you can tell that's all he's thinking about is eyeballs up the cross earlier. So, yeah, look, it was great. So we've now got two games where we can rotate, we can rest, um, and you know some of the other English clubs, the group they've got, I don't know how they're not four Going out all four the most of yeah.
1: you know what? Chris makes a very good point about Ox Conroy about in terms of he's a confidence player, and and he mentioned something today. I don't know if you read some of his quotes. He's he ta- talked about, and he admitted he's a rhythm player and the because of the way he plays like his dynamic he tries to beat players and he you know he talked about rhythm i i used to be a, I was a massive fan of ox when we signed him i was very excited i did think we overpaid for him conroy because of the fact that he had a year left but i thought he'd be a <clears> wonderful <throat> talent that's going to progress under Klopp. Of course, we know about the history of the injuries and they they have hampered him a lot. It's like 60% down to injuries, right? Now, is there any way, like Chris says, he doesn't see him at the club next season. Is there any way he can revive his his Liverpool career in the remainder of the season? Because he did show glimpses of the old ox. Yeah, to be honest, guys...
0: Um, sorry to, to go on there eh, Gris, but I, I watched, um, watched the game last night like we all did and I think we all came away thinking "Oh, it's a good game, I've re-watched it and I've watched the breakdown and I remember each incident I actually think he had a great game eh, it's, for some reason when I've watched it live maybe because he's not scored or had a compelling cross, we disregard that but you look at the stats, you re-watch it, I thought he was actually outstanding last night, if you actually watch what he'd done the amount of times he was like I'm not going to play the safe pass. I'm going to try and beat a man that, that, that he's, he's probably the best at that. On his day, he's the best at that. Um, when he's fit and firing, he's done that quite a lot. Um, there was actually an instance as well when he has the ball in the corner with three Atlético men around him, and he managed oh, that to get was brilliant. He's yeah, he's done brilliant. that a few times as well. And he's not notorious yeah. for being great at that all the time, but I thought in tight areas he was really good yesterday you talk about when he was beating a man as well, that he was actually taking the ball into space and it allowed Hendo and Trent that that year. And don't get me wrong, there's times that was 10 men, but there is games where you need that against a low block as well. I've got to be honest, it's like the, the Godfather part three. He's pulled me back in again. Right? <laughs> has he oh, God. It has. Do you know what? Yeah. At the time I thought, I think because like Jot had scored, Trent was great with the crosses. Everyone was like, he was good. I actually think he was really good. And to be honest, the way it's working with our midfield, he's going to get opportunities. Um, even taking him off, he might be. I'm not saying he will start against West Ham, but he's going to put himself for option. But he will those games. He's definitely going to play if he can just get. Say it. As 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 as, as, as Chris said. As Chris said, if he can just eradicate this, trying too hard, overthink inside of him, feel like he's he, he's not perlo he's not going to play this, just take that away. If you've made a mistake or like when you're playing in the League Cup games, it's like you don't always have to be amazing, you don't always have to try the Hollywood pass. If you can just keep that, I still think, and Klopp's got a, a, a soft spot for him as well. And uh, We shouldn't has. have favourites, but he definitely does because he's he's gave him more chances because he's his injury record and stuff. I, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. I'm back on the training, back on right. Do you know what? He's, he's just he's The thing with Ox is, the biggest problem you've got is he plays two good games. I said this to you, Grizz. Old Trafford comes on good. Atlético comes on good. We'd all agree he was quite good in those games. Yeah. Comes on against Brighton, gets an assist within five minutes. You're like, well, if he has a mediocre game, it's a good performance. And then he has a poor second half. So he's like, I understand he's very infuriating, but I just think with the games coming up, He's got himself a chance to still just be part of the setup in the squad for from the foreseeable. I'm not saying the main <coughs> starter, but see when he's like that last night, guys. Like, he is an asset if he can just keep some sort of level like that. So that's my take on it. Say what you want. I'm maybe falling right back in like Al Pacino and Godfather but So what? You have.
1: <laughs> you have. I, that's why I baited you when you fell for You're yeah, driving right back Sorry, in. Yeah. But, Kev, mm. um, a couple of other changes with those five in total. Um, so I think Ox was obviously very good. I agree with right yeah. Um, and I thought Jota was brilliant. And Matip, you know, we have touched upon him in the past. We know how good this
2: fella is. He's an no absolute words. no words,
1: yeah. He's an absolute, <laughs> it's, it's criminally underrated. Like, criminally,
2: I was, um, I was gutted uh, for, I was gutted for Matip with that assist, assist with the goal that was offside, yeah. He deserved that.
1: Oh, he, he did. That he, was des- he, des-
2: he deserved the reward for those runs because that was a perfect pass. That would have been Do that you know? would have
1: been the icing on the on, on the proverbial yeah. cake. That I'm not. Well, he does this all about. the time.
2: See, Grizz. It, it Matip is the you get the Joe Gomez type player who comes in and he needs two or three games to get his match sharpness and what have you. Matip could be out on holiday in Barbados and come back and put the shorts <laughs> for, on. Six and, for six yeah, months. For six months, yeah, come back and put the and a half too, and then give a nine, a nine out of ten. He just oh, is he's, like he's like clockwork. He's just that. Yeah. He's just that good. You know but I mean? he's
1: not. But he's not the one I wanted to talk to you about. Mm. Even though you've given us a rundown of Matip's performance, I love him. Now you earn your money because I want a double opinion. Now I want your opinion on for me. For me, who was the star of the show, Simicass, Kev, Great. talk to me about Simicass's performance because they had a very attacking team out. Not only did he was part of a defence that kept a clean sheet, and as you said, you know, um well, kept kept him to no shots, no yeah, shots kept on target, and also and also he's he's I didn't even know this, but he said six starts and six clean sheets yeah. every time he started. So not only that has he improved on, Chris Chris mentioned something about last season or, or previously where he didn't know quite where he was in the team or in the back line, which is absolutely understandable because our back four picks itself for, for how many years, right? How good was he for you going forward as well and his link-up
2: play? I think when you look at who was in front of him, Ox was coming into the side on the back of a horror 45 minutes. Let's be fair, he would have been crucified for that. You're going against Ángel Carrera, very good player. Kieran Trippier, very good player, both in form, both going to be looking to get in behind you. Yeah, you've got Virgil next to you, but you you can get isolated in that position quite easily. Never did. He looks very comfortable. He looks comfortable in, in his own skin. The fact that he knows his game. He knows what he's good at. He knows what he can do. He's very confident at playing... On in the opposing, off the opposing box with whoever's playing on the, an R left wing, making one twos, getting in behind, putting a He'll, and forwards can make a run off this because he'll, de- he'll genuinely take one touch. He'll touch the ball and then whip it. They can, forwards can time runs off of, off of how he puts deliveries in. It's, um, and he puts them in it with pace and accuracy. He's, his deliveries are fantastic. Now, if we could only do that on the right hand side, you know, the jobs are good. Be, we'd, we'd, because, we'd
1: be, we'd be, pr- we'd we'd pretty much be the perfect squad.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, he's given Klopp a decision to make, which is all you can ask of a backup mm. player in any position in any side. Give the manager a decision to make in a big game, and I can, like Chris said earlier, hand on heart, if his name is on the team sheet, I'm relaxed. I'm not bothered. He is as he has got he's got room to grow as well. You know he's got room to improve. The COVID took a year of his career, where you can't mix with the lads and you can't you know live in the city properly. This year he's around the guys more. You can see what it was like when Mo got the hat and he went and got the ball off him and everything like that. And oh, he seems and to joke.
1: be he seems to fit into he's, the squad he's, brilliantly.
2: He's one yeah, of the lads. Like, a life, a life, 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 and soul of a party type of kid. New, uh, new, new Moreno. And you know what? In it's that so Yeah, I know, but it, what, <laughs> the, what the guys were saying earlier about Ox, you can't have a 24, 24 or twenty-five man squad who are world superstars, who are all knocking on the door. You have to have a mix, and you have to have guys who are okay, maybe spending two, three games on the bench and not kicking up a fuss, and we have that balance. Almost down to a T at the minute because you never hear anyone going on social media like you do at some other clubs, bitching and moaning about I'm not getting a start. Uh, the manager doesn't pick me because you don't hear it. It doesn't happen. It doesn't get leaked. You know, it's. I think we're in an absolute perfect position with Simicass. We couldn't have got it more right. we
1: we're, we're in a perfect we're in a perfect position um, group wise as well, Chris. The fact that. We literally can send out the dinner ladies and, and me and you can get a call up and all sorts and nothing changes, right? But our culture's a bit different like that, isn't he? And he came out and he spoke about it afterwards and he said, you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be fans going to these games for the first time in their life. And he said things like, I almost owe them um a team worthy of sort of representation. It, it indicates to me He's not gonna do, he's not gonna. We're not gonna get a call up, are we, Chris? He's he's gonna play some decent players in there. Does that worry you at all? Looking back, what happened to Jota, or are you relaxed? It worries me. I just bought my boots, yeah. <laughs> I know,
3: <Okay. laughs> I've got on a treadmill and everything. So get, you, know yeah, I mean? for, you know, for me, extra get yard, that, get that no invoice
0: food. sent to Anfield pronto,
3: get that invoice <laughs> sent straight away. Um, it does madly worry me because. There is part of me thinks Klopp's that as a little bit of toffee because he's not going to say, Yeah, I'm going to play the kids because you probably get a bit in trouble with UEFA for for admitting that that you're going to deliberately play a weekend side. But we have seen with Klopp, you know, went to Mitchell underway and he played Salah and Josser up front, and you're like, Oh. Now, admittedly, I think if we beat Mitchell, I think we topped top the group. We didn't, I think we finished second, so maybe you want to top the group. This is, he literally has topped the group. So I would like to think, I think either. I would like to think of of Kelleher, Simakas, Gomez, Canate, they all play. Jones, Chamberlain, Milner's your midfield. And then your front three is I'd love to give like Cade Gordon a run out with Origi Minamino, Tyler Morton, get him his Champions League debut. Kind of, this is probably Clot's cultural way of going to, to lads, well, you've earned the spot. So Tyler, prove to me I can use you in a league game. You know, so I could see him playing like one of the front three. And maybe one of the main midfielders, and then put <sighs> a bit like a league cup side. Which you only puts like a couple of experienced players in, but with the five sub rule, he may even go like Fab. You play first forty-five. Hendo, you do fe- second forty-five. Salah do forty-five. Manic do forty-five because as much as people don't, I know it's I know it's a dead rubber, but you try telling Mo Salah he's not playing because yeah. I think uh, that's the problem he's got, and especially you know what, since his contract that's Chris, gonna be an issue.
1: Chris, Chris, honest to God, I know what you're saying, and. What you're saying, I don't saying agree. Like, with It, I, I just, yeah, exactly. I, I, no, no, I, we, kids. I was going to say, I was going to say, what you said makes the most sense, right? But Conroy, I'm not having it. Like, I, I literally am not having it. Because I, I think I was,
0: this comment, though, might be a reason as well. Because just on. the comments have been saying that it's five million for those two wins. And all jokes aside, that is quite a lot no, of money for us. No, you know. I'm
1: not going. No, I'm not going down that route. I'm no. not going down that. I'm not having that. Take that. Off. because you know because <laughs> you know what you know what that's going to do in it that's going to encourage the fsg um in and out, out madheads yeah. yeah why do we have to watch every penny and we shouldn't have to and our coach especially shouldn't have to his well, responsibility know. should be the welfare of his players the health of his players going into the crucial part of the champions league and Premier League season he should not worry about and maybe i'm getting a bit serious here i don't often get serious like you know me guys right I, but, mm. but but it's true though right mm. he should not be worrying about 2.5 million a game you know whatever and and i'm sure he's not he said it off the cuff i don't yeah. think he actually means yeah. it in terms of he's been ordered to play a stronger team so let's get it out there before there's some madheads in the in the yeah. chat that start saying oh FSG have ordered him to play a strong team. FSG out yeah, because we know they need the slightest excuse. But between, but but my opinion would be I'm not taking any risks in those two games. What Chris said, I agree with the back four, the midfield as well. The likes of, I'd even play, um, what's the new lad? Tyler Morton. Tyler Morton, yeah. Experience. Hmm. What an experience for him. What yeah. an experience put, it would be. You put a Tyler Morton in there with James Milner. Absolutely fine. And Curtis Jones, even. Or, Curtis Jones or whatever, yeah. You,
2: Hopefully, ex- Naby
1: is back by then, and Henderson. Yeah. And everyone's fully fit, so I, I would not take any risks. But you know, we've we have to learn from last season because that yeah. was an absolute killer for us losing Jota for three months.
2: Yeah, for once you hope he listens to the medics and any players who are anywhere near a red list shouldn't be even on a on a plane. You know, the um. I, I, I agree a hundred percent what what Chris has said, and I can see all the merits in. Why you seeing it? But there's probably five players in our first eleven that you don't need to play. Main so, room. Allison, Van Dijk, Fabinho, Salah, Mane. Hmm. You may. Maybe I'd, the, I'd,
1: uh, I'd, I'd add more, Kev.
2: No, but those five for me are pivotal. That's your spine. Those, those five. More. Those five for me are, are pivotal and. Anyone else? You can you can put Thiago in for Henderson. You can put and vice versa. You could put Jones in for Ox. You could put Ox in for Jones. You could play Jota or Bobby. You don't have to play Bob. But there's no Simicast type replacement for Salah or Mane. You know there if the drop off in those five positions for me are way too big. And in fairness, I, I want to see. I want to see Joe Gomez getting a run of games. Mm. You know, and I want him to know that I'd love him to be told, right, Joe, you and Kanata, you and Ibu are getting those two last games. Start working on it. Start working on it. I think it may game. have been
0: Nat Phillips, to be honest.
2: What if it goes but, back to it? No, I think, if, I think if there was anything more to Nat Phillips than getting the token gesture, which is. Sad in one way, he'd have got a lot more than thirty seconds left. But I'm night. just,
0: I'm just thinking he might need Kanati and Matip to switch a lot more throughout the season. That was only mm. I was thinking that, Kev. And just a yeah,
2: case,
0: yeah. Of, might pay, play that. that. That's only just because he came on yeah. last night as well. I get yeah. what you're saying, but I, I'm reason- a
2: bit worried actually about Joe Gomez, and uh, I'm worried that he's looking at England squads being named and he's not involved. And the reason he's not involved is because he's not playing. And you've got a club over the other side of the country with a shitload of a shit ton of money. Who's going to be looking for players? And I'd hate to see someone's head turned because they're not they don't see a pathway back into the starting rotation. You know, it's a headache that we don't need.
1: I see what you're coming from, but I'm not worried at all in that sense because I think Gomez is probably one of the most level-headed, mature uh, players in our squad. So from that aspect, he knows where he's come from, he knows the journey he's been on, and he knows the comeback is an instant. So where we've seen Virgil van Dyke come back from his, again, someone will correct me, in the, I think his second major injury, He had he's had one other injury, yeah. isn't it, where you call f- yeah. fairly major, but his second sort of, or maybe even his first major, major injury where he's been out that long, right? And so his recovery and his comeback has been, Hastier, quicker. Joe's coming back from his fourth, lads.
3: Yeah.
1: Is it his fourth? Two, un- yeah, two uncles and two Uncle or So that age,
3: isn't
0: it? That's so crazy. it's it's a, a total
1: like different trajectory. Yeah. It's a total different recovery. Total different. Oh, and the people around him will know that and will be in his ear. But conrad enough of that walkover in the park. Walk in the park. I mean, Champions League. Like, do you know what I mean? Put that to the side. Like, um, yeah, done. Smashed
2: it. Like. Group of death. death. Group of death. Yeah. Group
1: ah. of death. Like, draw ah. us the who, who's next? I'll, I'll tell mean, you what.
2: Did you say about that group of death? Is, Atleti will win the Spanish league.
1: Is Milan are
2: joint top of the Serie. A. Porto yeah. top of their league. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a group of death for a lot of clubs. We've Probably been exceptional. Uh, we have
0: The Atlanta, Atlanta one looks like the group of death at the moment. I don't know. We've been
2: exceptional,
1: Conroy. We've been exceptional, and I agree with Kevin. Our league form. Our league form hasn't been exceptional. Our results haven't been exceptional, but our performance—sorry, uh, but we're still unbeaten, and we've had exceptional results in them, performances in it. But overall, it hasn't been exceptional. I'd argue, and obviously, people can absolutely have a go at me in the chat. I think the drop points at Brentford and to Brighton are absolutely vital because of the fact that we're not up against one super team, in my humble opinion. I think we're up against two super teams, and I class Chelsea in that. And people, again, can argue with me all they want. It's all about opinions. Which makes this game on the weekend very, very vital that we pick up three points. It's, again, it's that word we've used a lot in every show, margin of error. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Because now, whereas if we got a draw, after we had beaten Brighton, it wouldn't have been the worst result. West Ham are absolutely flying. But a draw puts us potentially five points five behind minutes. Chelsea. Yeah,
0: you know, I, to be honest, Chris, I feel like this is a, it's a huge game because West Ham... Are flying, and if you want to just disregard them, it would wouldn't be smart because if you actually have watched them, even t- tonight, I know it's not the first team is playing, but even Ben Ramas Oops. getting a bit of form tonight as well. Their of the squad, not the first so, team played though. Yeah, but what I mean is like they're getting. I think sorry. I'm, they played their centre-backs. I don't know if they did tonight, but the past couple of weeks have been playing, switching their centre-back pair and still playing quite well. There's quite a bit of depth. I think me and Kev spoke about that previously with your Yarmolenko's on the bench and stuff that Lanzini come on. But the first team, and when you've got Antonio as well, who's just unplayable at times. It's a massive game and I think you're right, Grizz. I feel like we draw points. If we beat Brighton or or say we be, beat Brentford when we're winning that, that game, we can afford a draw, but the way it's going now, I think it's an absolute must-win. I don't want to overreact. I just feel like there's certain games that if we don't get this over the line, but if we do get the win, I actually think we've already been great this season, but it's a big win and usually West Ham away wouldn't be, but this season you're beating a team who's in very good form, just not to say out the League Cup as well. And you talk about strong teams, Cyprus are a strong team in that game as well. Mm. So obviously they can all the time. Their second team is equivalently <laughs> could get the top four, but I genuinely think it's a massive game they're in form Bowen Antonio they just, they've got a lot of different threats so yeah I actually think it would be a very good um, moment for us if we can get a win. I think it would be a bit like we said United 5-0 I think getting a win away at West Ham right now I'd say is, it'd be a big statement like that for me it could it would show our title challenge and put us right in it And put, I don't know how the fixtures are working this weekend guys but who are Chelsea playing? Are they before or after? Sure. Before. They're,
3: they're before us I think they've got yeah. Burnley I think
1: so, like so, that. so that's what I mean, Chris. They've got Burnley at home, which you know is a nailed on the way they're playing. They right? see maybe
0: having a good run of fixtures. I know Chelsea, is it just yeah.
3: they it's do? That. they do, but their run of fixtures post international break is when it starts to get tasty oh, for that's... them. Yeah. Chelsea, have this... been, Chelsea have been the opposite of us, as in they're beating the teams they should beat until they come
1: against a top side. Us, but, Chris, but, Chris, to drop points. but Chris, I know you're I know you're gonna go down the route of actually you might not. I might, you know, I might have misread you. Let's see. But I think you're going to go down the route of Chelsea will fall away. We need to, uh, you think Chelsea, and you probably think City are the the main targets and will always be our closest rivals. I've disputed that with everyone from the start of the season. I genuinely think Chelsea, I think the way he's handled his squad without Lukaku and Werner in recent weeks, even with having... An easy run of fixtures Absolute piss easy Norwich Newcastle Burnley in a row You you expect them to To wipe the floor But then this Premier League Doesn't always work like that Um, We found out against Brentford It doesn't work out like that City have found out Against Southampton at home And the other day Palace There's always results popping off They seemingly Are getting on with it quietly Now yes After the international break They have A very Different set of fixtures But then They've also played Liverpool away, City at home. They've played Spurs. So they've played a lot of their big teams as well. It's vital we get three points this because five points is still in this season. Um, um I think it's a vital, vital gap that could develop even even further if we don't pick up three points. Are you confident going into this West Ham game first? And what have you made of West Ham? Under Moyes, because we always take the piss out of Moyes and whatnot, but he's done a very steady and amicable cool job, in my opinion. There,
3: yeah, um I'm covered to win mainly because we've got we we've got Fabinho back, and I know Fabinho played in three of the games we drew. I tend to think if we play two of Fabinho, Henderson, or Tiago, as long as two of those three are on the pitch, and then we have a, a slightly more expansive midfielder next to him, I always feel quite confident uh, when it's just one of them playing we don't quite have the balance right. So Fabinho coming back, getting an hour on his belt makes me a bit more confident. And the only niggling concern I've got, uh, and I'll I'll, I'll get Pelters for saying this, is I don't think VVD's been quite at the level. It's understandable because he's coming back from a horror injury. But just a couple of positional things where... He's getting the wrong side. of He's getting himself in the wrong position. And he's showing the back of his shirt too many times, which normally means you're in the wrong position because you're not looking properly. Last two or three games, I've caught that. Now that could just be a bit of rustiness, but Antonio's five in nine against Liverpool. And if I, if a fat lad like me has noticed it, I'm pretty certain clever people like West Ham have noticed that. But West Ham, I think they're really impressive. They've got lots of talent there. Um, I like Fornells. I don't know what it is about him, but he just seems to be a player where he just. He's busy and something, ha- something happens around him. And I think they've covered the loss of Kufal, who's just getting fit now really well, because Ben Johnson, who's come in, has done really well. Uh, I like the two centre-backs. Uh, I think he complements you very well. Cresswell's a, a classy left-back. And Bowen, you can see Wallypool will link with him. He's just doesn't start pressing. Um, probably a little bit careless of his finishing at times, but he just he's a nightmare. And they're, they're just one of those teams where... I don't think they'll finish top four because I'm not quite sure the depth is there once they get into the deeper part of Europe. Though, to be fair, they have managed Europe quite well so far. But I would—I look at West Ham and going, they're a comfortable Europa League top eight side now. And they're one of those sides that, on paper, we should beat. But you've got to be at your best to beat them. You could, the, these are not a team that are a lot like Norwich. You could turn up half-hearts, half-pissed and still beat them.
1: You're spot on. Kev, uh, do you see it that way as well? Because I pretty much agree with what Chris said there. I do and i think the fact that they're a comfortable europa league team now that's quite some progress um i know he's spent a bit but he's 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 not sold any of his big players there's been obviously noise around rice um, and uh, even Suchek, a lot of suitors after these type of players but they've stayed loyal they've stayed and he's done a decent job the last couple of seasons do you see them a threat to the to the top 4 and how do we approach? And how do you think the game pans out on Sunday?
2: Well, I watched a bit of them tonight, and look, they'll line up four, two, three, one. They'll um, Suchek and Rice will take it in turns as to who goes and who sits. Fornal is a very good player, uh, Spanish under twenty-one international, um, on the verge of getting into their their full national side. Um Ben Rama's back. Bowen looks tidy. I think Zuma has been a great signing for them. Um thirty million looked expensive at the time, but he looks he looks like he's uh, settled right in there. And Obana
1: oh, was, Obana. Obana. Obana, Obba, Obana,
2: yeah. He's a wily old head and he knows how to defend, he loves defending. They're a very efficient side. Moise has got them playing to probably the best of the best of their potential. They're they're as good as they can be with that with the squad that they have. But I watched them tonight and you can get at them. You can with quick interplay in or around the box, you can get at them. You can quick link one twos, get in behind. Um I think we go there, I think we win. Um, I three one. Um, I think the Brighton was the kick up the arse that we needed to say, look, you can't just rock up to these games and expect to win. We're twenty five unbeaten. You know, smashed the club record last night, uh, and that's gone under the radar. It's
1: it's going under the radar, In, and I love it. Yeah, I think it's it like
2: every every week there's a there's a milestone we're smashing, and I think the this group. It's just got it in them. The, they've got a bit between their teeth. They were, you could see how angry they were at the draw. You know, they took the draw as a loss from being 2-0 up, and rightly so. You should mm. not be losing a two-goal lead to anyone, irrespective of how good or bad they play, unless you're down to nine. You know what I mean? But I think West Ham are a very good side. I think they'll finish in the top six. I think mm. Europa Europa League could hurt them like it hurt Leicester. They're very good 1-14. to 14. But after that, they can. You're left with the Martin Nobles of this world, who, like Jimmy Milner, is absolutely fine to play the odd game, the odd twenty minutes here and there. But you can't expect them to do th- two, three games on the bounce, you know. But if you handed West Ham a Europa League run and a top six finish at the start of the season, they'd snap your hand off for it, you know. I think they're the second. Arguably, they're the second. Yeah, they're number two in London, you know, behind yeah. Chelsea. I think they're ahead of Arsenal. I think they're more efficient than Arsenal. I think they're better than Tottenham. And Palace are doing well, but they've got all of those type of games to come as well. That's why it's a massive disadvantage for London clubs. You've got so many derbies there, so many games to be up and down for that can go any way. For any London club to really push on and push on for a title, it makes it that little bit harder for them. You know, so that's where I look at Chelsea and I think, yeah, look, you've you've done well, and I think having Lukaku not in their side is better for them. I think he, Lukaku slows them down a bit. Lukaku is a very good goal scorer. He's not a very good footballer. Uh, I think Havertz is an excellent footballer, and you can play off and around him. The, the number tens that Chelsea have, I think, can link better with a Havertz than they can with a Lukaku. Although Lukaku will get them goals but I think they play, they'll play better football and win more games with the Kai Havertz than they will do with the Lukaku.
1: Interesting. So I think it,
2: it might be a blessing in disguise for them to be able to get other players into their game. You wouldn't have seen Pulisic, what's in a doi. Um, these type of players interlinking the way that they do, getting the goals and assists that they do. <clears throat> when Lukaku plays, they're looking at the wingbacks more. You know, your Chilwell's, your Alonso's chip in with goals and assists, you know, Reese James will chip in with goals and assists, but when Kai Havertz is playing up front, say ZH will get in more often than that. Mason Mount becomes more important. The midfield stiffens a bit, and their, front, their forward players play like forwards. You know, so I think Chelsea, Chelsea, and Man City are the two rivals. Whether they last the pace or not, who knows? But I know one thing: that any side who gets ninety-two points, ninety points plus this season. That's not good enough to win you this league with this level of competition. There's something wrong.
0: Yeah, the thing is, Kevin, as well with Lukaku, it's like, what I think is good about Chelsea is Lukaku will save them in games where yeah. the tactics haven't worked, the interplay is not there. And then that's when you can go to that. And, and yeah. you can see what you want. I think you're absolutely right. But yeah. They win those games with Lukaku. Yeah. People can go about who the level of teams you scored against in the past in the Premier League, but you can guarantee when it's 10 minutes to go to Stamford Bridge and they're chasing a game from the kitchen sink, He's on a he's a diamond to have yeah. in those games. So Giroud was the
2: same. was the
0: same. And obviously yeah. there'll be yeah. other games where like Lukaku can obviously link in as as well and get goals. But I just think that's that's a, such an asset to have because I think they've done it against Zenit as well. They didn't play well. He scored the the it's winner. He's great. just he's yeah. just good at that. He's and I think that's maybe going to be key. I think it's a really good point, Kev.
1: Conroy, going back to you. Um sort of with that breakdown kev's given us some of the way sort of west ham are likely to set up and i think pretty much that's that's it we know the back four um uh, we know the two in midfield and then they have ben rama bowen and Fournells behind antonio so it's pretty much a four-two-three-one. Antonio's a uh, quite a handful um <clears throat> pace power but we faced plenty of those, right? Our back force faced plenty of those pace and power types, even though he does have a good game against us. How do you see us setting up so we can start off with the, with the, with the defense? Um, You know, the, the question on everyone's lips will be, do we bring back Kanate because of the pace and the power? Or do we stick with Matip who was majestic? Okay. He had 10 men to face in the second half, but he was majestic nevertheless, even in the first half. What would you do? What do you think Klopp does? And the Robertson semicast?
0: Yeah, yeah. At, at the moment, I'm I'm thinking, um, I am actually thinking it would be Kinati um, in. But maybe I'm more thinking that. Maybe we'll stick with Matip. I'm just thinking he done well against the pace at Old Trafford. And Antonio's obviously very strong. He's not just fast. But having someone like Canati who who can equip that and hopefully... Because obviously, what Matip has in experience is going to be a lot better than Kanati's physical ability. But I think for this type of game, we're pushing high. I think it actually might might help. So I will go for Kanati at the moment, but it's it's on a knife edge that one. Regarding the Robertson and uh, <laughs> Shimekass one, to get asked this one. Um, God, to be honest, uh, it's a hard one now because um, I've actually been rewatching a lot of Robertson' assist and performances, and I don't think we can deny it. He's had some good games this year. Defensively, I mean, he's had some poor games, but over the piece, he's always been solid defensively. But when we were talking about like getting Andy Robertson to play because he's solid defensively in the bigger games, it's like, mate, that was Nathaniel Klein like two years ago because he's solid defensively. Like Robertson used, to, he is brilliant at attacking, but he's just not shown it at the moment. And I don't know. I feel like this might be. I think he'll start Robbo, but I really think this is probably is not last opportunity to show what he can do, but for this to stop being a very serious conversation. And I don't, I don't know if you get what I mean, because see right now, everyone's reactive. That's what happens, but it's not news that Shimikas has played well. So last night, everyone's like, this is a big debate. It's like Shimekas has been playing well all season. So this shouldn't, this is always going to be on the horizon, but Robbo's not really shut up. He's had a good game, then a poor game. He's, at times it's fine to just keep the ball and rotating and keep it moving, that's fine, but Andy Robertson's a guy who literally got in the squad overtaking Moreno because he'd drive past people, or he'd, he'd, maybe he'd not always drive but to the one-two, look to in behind, have that cross. I mean, he's crossing at the <clears> moment. <throat> this guy got in the squad because he's crosses. He played a League Cup game against Leicester and people were having a go at Coutinho after it because he didn't pass the ball enough to Robertson because he was making that many good runs. Just not seen that at the moment. So I know our players in there, but For me, I think Rob will start, but I do really believe that this is like his last chance to stop this being a a question right now, because I think if he does and he doesn't play well again, Simakas has got to be like, right, right, listen, there's going to be further tests, but barring a a Chelsea away, or maybe a a really hard away fixture, he's probably going to go with Simakas, because Simakas has not really been properly tested defensively yet, however, I mean, Robbo's been poor defensive in some games, so I don't even know if there's an argument there anymore. But for me, he starts, but he's got to start showing, showing something um, against his competitor at the moment. Or I think this is going to be a real conversation very soon. Chris,
1: uh, what would you do with the back four?
3: Uh, I'd keep Matip in because we beat them 3-1 at their place with their strongest side. We had Phillips Henderson at centre-back. Neither of. Quick. You know, one's dominant in the air Well, Van Dyke's more dominant in the air and quicker. So I'd i stick to be honest, I'd stick with the same four. Did Antonio
1: but... play in that game? Yep. Uh, at West Ham.
3: Yeah, yeah, he started. West Salah
1: point. scored that magnificent goal on the break. So was it yeah. Henderson and Phillips at the back?
3: Yeah, I just i have just double checked that Henderson wow. and Phillips at the back and midfielder, and Aldo Milner. And Shaq started, you know. So it wasn't exactly the most physical Liverpool side that beat them. And it was pretty much West Ham's strongest side, which is probably the same West Ham side that's going to play this this week. So I would keep the same back five that played against um, Atleti. I think the only question to change is, can Chamberlain do two games in five days if he can't? And Jones is an eye injury, isn't that serious? I'm assuming it's not. And probably Jones comes in, and then again we bring Tiago and Chamberlain for the last half hour. I don't, I don't think you'll see Tiago start until probably the Arsenal game.
1: Interesting, Kev.
2: Yeah, I, just, I don't think the eleven changes. I think it's the same again. Um, he, they, they got a lot of rest in that second half. You know, they, they really managed that game really well. And the five sub rule really, really helped a lot. Um, I would be a bit surprised if you said, look, same again, go again. Um, there's, there's no reason why you wouldn't. The, the interplay, Especially with
1: the international break. Yeah. Straight after.
2: The interplay was so so good. That you, it would be hard to turn around to anyone and say, look, yeah, I'm taking you out for whoever. And the fact that Thiago only got 30 minutes... And it was it was snail's pace. Let's be honest, you know it wasn't a real game by that stage. Um, it was just a stretch your legs type of type of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't see any reason why you'd make any changes at all. I can understand an argument for Robbo, and if Robbo came in, good, fine, no problems. That you don't skip a beat. But in general, I'd have no qualms if he turned around to the same lads and said, "You earned your spots. They're your starts. You keep them."
1: No, I think yeah, I pretty much agree with with most of that, I think, but I, I just got a feeling, um, the fact that Tiago got a specific 30 minutes, uh, and he was given a run out and cause he was so good last season, as Chris says in that fixture, he was beautiful in that fixture. And then added to the fact that Oxlade will be having two games in five days or whatever it is. And he got a bit of a knock. I could see that being the only change, mm. um, I agree, Matt. It deserves another chance. But it's amazing, isn't it? We've actually got options. It's nice to have decisions to make, isn't it? And they're absolutely Mm -hmm. quality options, Kev, as well. The decisions, like we all agree, that we wouldn't be bothered about. You know, we wouldn't. Mm. Whatever team would be selected, we'd be saying, "Oh, that's fine."
2: Yeah, I don't think anyone's head's going to fall off at uh, uh, half an hour, or you know, when the team sheets are. Are are out unless some unless he does an absolute. Chris no, Chris
3: is like.
0: Chris is like wait, wait wait
2: wait. <laughs> <laughs> I say
3: join join is for countdown for kickoff because um, yeah it it's been what it's been live the last couple of months and yeah
2: yeah yeah but I don't <laughs> in <laughs> fairness United was a personal favourite <laughs> yeah unless <laughs> that, he turns around I, I and decides to start De or um, Taki then oh. do you know what was really interesting when Taki came on Taki came on in the eight and I, I thought is- ooh that's that is actually your best position. If if you're going to play one free running midfielder, one holding midfielder, and one box to box, Taki Minamino, in that you know free Taki role, Taki could do that oxlade role very well, yeah, in my opinion. He could. Whether he could do the defensive side is something I'd like to see tried in a league cup game. You know, yeah. try that against Leicester and see how he gets on. It could be a reinvention of a role for him. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not nervous about this game. I'm really not. Our away record is outstanding. You know, to coin a Brendan Rodgers, we're outstanding. We have character. <laughs>
1: don't
2: say that do hey, Listen, listen you don't we're to- we are very good away from home. No, it's Char- a
0: character one, mate. It was a character. No, that, but it's true.
1: Look, we we, we yeah. jest we jest, right? But it's characters magn- is it's, it's something outstanding in this team, and it is character because through all the adversity and coming out sort of twenty five game unbeaten is is magnificent. You don't do that without no. character. You just don't do that without character. There has been lapses of concentration, um, and Brighton played brilliant. Yeah. So the lapses of concentration were against Brentford. I don't think Brentford are as good as people made out at the time. I thought we were absolute crap against yeah, Brentford.
2: Brentford are in trouble now.
1: Yeah. And, and and it's proven so that, you know, most yeah. people have beaten them since then, right? No, it's not
2: that it's not just that now. They, they've also lost a keeper. their keeper. Yeah, they've lost their keeper for three or four months. Yeah.
1: Okay, you know fair enough. I mean, but 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 but, but, but but overall, I still think yeah, no, they're probably going to go down anyway. And I thought Brighton were magnificent on the day, and we were at two 0 We were we were not efficient enough. We could have ended it. So look, West Ham is going to be very tricky. I think it's going to be a very awkward game. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, not West Ham,
1: no, David not, Moyes not. will it be David Moyes will have been hurt. We've been hurting since uh, since the last couple of times where we've gone there and just yeah. walked all over them. Um, and we know we're not his favorite club. Um so he will want to put on something of a showing this time round. Um full house as well, because last season was an empty stadium, obviously. Mm-hmm. They backed him. So I was at the game two seasons ago when when um we beat them also. Um who scored was in that, that game Pellegrini?
0: Is that Pellegrini then Chris was Pellegrini the manager or was it still No, Moyes? no, it was Moyes, it was still Moyes.
1: Yeah, and, and, and the crowd booed the, every name of the player. Uh, the Tannoys, like, that's how toxic it was at the time. It's a total different atmosphere. I've got a few West Ham mates who tell us that the atmosphere is second to none now because they're bouncing. They believe in Moyes. Sorry, going for the was 2 0 say?
0: game, Grace? Was that the 2 and 0 game where yeah. Ox scored Sal outside the football? Yeah, that's yeah. the one.
1: That's the one. And we were so comfortable. I remember it was an absolute walk in the park. So he will remember last season's thrashing and that one. And he won't have liked that. So they're going to try to make it as difficult as possible because we know David Moyes, regardless of how f- attacking and adventurous he's been, I think he's going to revert to type. He won't give a shit about how people perceive it or perceive him. I think they're going to go very defensive and try the, to hit the, us on
2: the counter. The decision he's going to have to make is Fournals or Noble. If he goes with Noble in a three-man midfield... I'll be made up. I'll be made day. up. Yeah, no, 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 he, he won't
1: said. go no, he won't go noble. He won't go noble no. in every way. Pardon the now. okay. Four <laughs> now's yeah, been very, very
0: good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, so if he
2: quite. sacrifices one of his one of his three attacking midfielders for a third box to box mid, you know, and tries to go 4-3-3 and play Mikel Antonio on the counter, then I think we're gonna have a very comfortable night. If he yeah. decides to play with four now or with one up front and three running in behind him. it's going to be tricky.
1: I'm very surprised tonight as um, Rice played the whole 90 minutes. Mm. Um, yeah. He didn't need do that. To no, Chris but Europe so, is
2: important to them. So, yeah. But has Chris
1: so, well been starting for them? I don't think he has,
2: Chris, has he?
3: Yeah, he's yeah, been starting quite a bit, I think, yeah. But, uh, oh, I beg yeah,
2: your
1: pardon. I, Sorry. Yes, he has. Johnson's been it, it, playing. At Johnson right for back. Kufel, Kufel. Kufel. Yeah, that's
3: Kufel,
1: Kufel, yeah. kufa yeah. yeah, got run out today as well. Yeah, yeah it, it is, yeah.
3: 60 minutes for Antonio wasn't it? about half an hour for Bowen, so
1: yeah, so he'd done very similar to what we done, sort of mm-hmm. you know, 60 minutes gave 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 their boys, but set, um,
3: set piece has got to be the, the scary thing, I think, with them because I
1: think they're, I think, says yeah, su- Such if you've got Suchik, they have the most set piece, most set piece goals, yeah. yeah. if you've got Suchik, Rice, and their two center halves, they're probably averaging, they're probably the tallest, um. On average, them, yeah. them four themselves are like yeah.
2: sort of That's six four, 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 four pairs, six foot three, six
1: foot... But in, in the, it's the movement. If you
0: watch how many goals Suchek scores last season, where it's actually not a header, it's maybe just like a tapping at the back post because they yeah. work on flick-ons. So they're actually... Probably we should work on more set-pieces, to be honest. They look like they work on using their strengths for them. And I know that I get they're big, don't get me wrong, but they don't just hoof it in the box. Yeah. Like, there is good movement. And, yeah, I'm always well, impressed when I watch Suchek, to be honest.
1: That's why no, I think we have been working on our set pieces, Conroy, um, and I think we've been decent. And that's why it's vital, as Chris says, uh, has said earlier, that when we're facing with the four players that we just mentioned, for example, that's why it's vital. We have Fabinho, who's six foot something. Yeah. Henderson, six foot something. So our four down the middle of our spine are as equally as big, maybe not as physical like Fabinho and Henderson, are, are not the most. They're not as physical as Suchek and Rice, mm. but they're definitely and our centre backs obviously match them. They're capable exactly, and that's, that's vital good. because they do, they do, um, and Moyes is always even at the time at Everton, didn't he? He, yeah, yeah. he loved a set piece. They love yeah. a set piece, and they will be trying to bombard us. But um, that's where uh, the uh,
3: that's where the Bobby injuries a bit of a bit of a killer as well because uh, one thing Bobby is good at is he's the central guy for defensive corners, and he's mm-hmm. really good. He's really good at. It.
1: So well, he's generally, isn't he? He's he's actually mm. um, he's, he's generally very good at sort of picking up defensive. He's got a defensive n- head on him, mm. yeah. You know, because he was a, a central midfielder at Hoffenheim. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, has there been any
2: word? on Naby's scans at all has anyone heard anything anyone in the chat read anything or he's no, about Nabi, to have had his scans by now and they are not what grade it was.
1: Nabi we won't see until no. after the inter- international now so that's fine um, it's know, as, weeks, long as, he, as long as he recovers and doesn't get yeah. away from international duty it could fingers crossed it could work in our favour as oh, long yeah. as it's not too drastic Bobby won't travel with, with his national no. team that'll be good as well um but Henderson's been selected again, hasn't he? Which yeah. is a bit of a so bummer. Trent. Yeah, Trent, but I don't I don't think Trent will start, hopefully.
2: Well, they're uh, two kind of they're already there, aren't they? The England are already qualified. So I think they need
3: one win. I think they need one win out of two games, but I mean one is, is against San Marino. Yeah. So unless Even it's, it's like games. one of
0: the most shocking losses in the
3: world ever of football hey. history. <laughs> Got ourselves yeah. anything possible. Well, yeah, uh, he's,
1: a, he's a bit of a pain in the ass, isn't he? And, I mean, good luck to them and good luck to him. But I just, I just wish Henderson would consider, just consider maybe, you know, calling it a day now internationally because I, it does seem to be players ahead of him, right? Yeah,
2: I I favours, he favours
1: he yeah. favours Rice and Phillips, doesn't he, as a pivot? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: no, he shouldn't have done that against too.
0: Billy Gilmore, though. He eh? made a mistake doing it against Billy Gilmore oh, yeah. in his first start. That's all I'm saying. Man of the match at Wembley. I know well, any in, chance I get, in, any in chance again
3: in the most boring nil-nil draw ever. Well yeah, man, not not for me. But as I say, yeah, I you've, got, <laughs> you've got you've got,
0: Be- you've got, Be- you've got Bellingham yeah. coming through, which I think they'll probably mm-hmm. look to in the future. But oh, yeah. I've said this before: we're not going to get in the Rice thing. But <clears throat> I think Rice suits that. I think we said that before, uh, Chris. Rice yeah. suits that four-two-three-one. Mm. No way is he like he steps in any team and is one of the best midfielders. There's no way for the money they're talking about. But we won't get caught in that. I just wanted to say that.
2: Big debate. So now, there want, is a debate around that. There is a if debate. If you want someone that. to stand in front of your back four as a screen, he's perfect. He's very, very good at it. He's got a good passing him as well. A very underrated passing game.
0: What well, we'll see, though, is as, as a DM, I'm talking like Fabinho level, he's not there for me, and I don't think he'll get this. He might, younger.
2: he might, yes, he might for, 100, for
0: 100 million, mate.
2: No, crazy. you'd want to be the ready made tailor. <laughs> exactly. but, how,
1: but how, 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 how old is he, lads? He's still young. 24, 24, I mean, Oh, is or it? Yeah, he's, yeah, it's he's
2: not
3: he's not very old,
1: no. I no. think
0: he's 22, because I saw uh, yeah, something. Yeah, he's very old. He's 22. I was going
1: to say, I'm very surprised if he's 24. I mean, I could I be wrong. But funny. feels 20- like he's been around forever. <laughs> but this is my point, yeah. Chris. And, and, and the way he's evolving there, look, I wasn't his biggest fan. Um, but he has slightly grown on me. 22, people telling there us go. in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, he's growing on me, lads. Um, and the fact that he's not surrounded by the most technical players when he plays for England. And West mm. Ham, okay, you'd, you'd argue some of the players around West Ham are probably more technical. Like Suchek's very underrated and we've discussed Ben Rama who likes the ball to his feet, whatever. He has developed his game. And so as last season, Kev was saying, talking about his DM as a, as a shield just for the back four, yeah, he's, he's actually added player, goals. He's actually yeah. added goals. And dare I say it, here's a hot take. Here's a fucking hot take. He's got bits of the young Roy Keane in him, seeing it in terms of box to box energy. In no way will he become,
2: no, of course, very sore still.
1: Yeah, Roy Keane. <laughs> but I, but no, I see, between
2: him and Grealish, two, two of them. But stylistically, stylistically
1: I see a lot of his game. And obviously, yes. it's, he's at a stage uh, where now we see if he goes to the next level. Like he's, 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 he's reached a level where he needs a move to a big club. To see, just like Forrester United for Keane, right? Every potential made
2: from Manchester United. Let's be fair. Let's be real. He's exactly what United. Needed. Let's see. Uh,
1: we were going to speak about sort of managerial, but I think we've absolutely nailed it time-wise. I think I've been a brilliant timekeeper today. Like, you know, I'm brilliant sometimes. Um We haven't needed to talk about um Eddie Howe coming back to Newcastle or whatever. You know, I think he's been brilliant. Did I get predictions of you guys? Because I want to no, nail you down. All right, let's go. Oh, um, I think Kev gave us his place. Yeah, I did. I said three one. Three one goal scorers.
2: Yeah. I keep saying it, Virgil.
1: <laughs> Until and he comes so. right one week.
2: Yeah, I'm doing one it as well.
1: Okay, I'm doing it as well. now. I'm doing it as well. The celebration. Oh, okay. I That'd think Mo nice.
2: gets off this uh, barren run that he's on of two games, and yeah, most of most celebrates if he can match the goal he scored last season. Oh, amazing. Yeah. If you can get anywhere close to that, happy days. Great. There, the month wrapped up again,
3: Chris. I've got three ones. double and money. And I think Antonio's go for them.
1: Have you been comparing notes or something? You <laughs> I
3: know. Great man, I alike.
1: <laughs> go on, corner. Change
0: it. I up think two now. I think we be two now. Um, hopefully, Which we way. can continue this clean. That would be right? that would be a that would be, uh, okay. that'd be yeah. lovely. Two no, Yeah. I've got just sh- in turned, just, checking, just in checking. this last couple of weeks, Chris. <laughs> you know, in, uh, nah, uh, I do think it'd be Um I was gonna copy you, Kev, because Virgil's gonna score one of these weeks, mate. Um, but to, for this weekend, I think I'll go for depending on who's playing, I actually think um I'm gonna say Jota because I do think Jota will play. Um and I think I'll go for Salah. So Jota, uh, Jota and Salah for me. Yeah, I know. think
1: I think I think I was gonna go with two 0 as well. Um, but I'll change it. I'll just to be different, I'll say I'll two one.
0: And, and I think Jota's
1: in such a... That's too tra-
0: close. Don't like that, guys. That's too close. It's very
1: Liverpool, though, isn't it? <laughs> we're going yeah. to see it through this time, though, hopefully. Um, Tenor's bet we're 2-0 up after 35 minutes yeah, again. Do you know what I mean? Like... Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, Jota's on such a brilliant streak, and I think he's the rest has done him good. The rotation's done him well. He looks fresh. He looked a That's bit right. lethargic at the start of the season. I think he's coming into his own now. And I think Salah's going to have another empty... Uh, another another game where he doesn't score, and I think angry Mane is going to continue because the last couple of games Mane has been angry, and I thought he was magnificent against was, against yeah. uh, Athletic. Goal. back to his best. Um, that was the Mane that we we kind yeah, of really missed for a few months last season, and hopefully he's back. But that's it, lads. Um, been a magnificent show. Thank you all very much, you man. Very much. You're all heroes.
3: Um, just, thanks oh, very much, mate. Sorry Chris, can I just give one shout out, uh, to LFC women, who also played last night and uh, beat Sheffield United in, in on penalties in the Conte Cup. So they are now eight games undefeated I saw that. Uh, in that League the League and Cup. So nice the They're starting to turn a corner, so beginning the weekend.
1: And obviously, obviously, absolute congratulations to everyone involved with the LFC Day Trippers for the magnificent effort with Sienna. Um, what an achievement! A shout out to Mr. Gavin Doyle, the head boy himself. What a magnificent incredible. effort! Yeah. Absolutely, incredible. absolutely incredible. And you know, they all deserve um, a round of applause for that. Um, and you guys who have supported the cause from the start have been magnificent. So. Uh, loads of respect to all of you lot um you know it's an example of a platform being used in the right way and i think you know it's commendable so you know and i think congratulate everyone absolutely. everyone in the chat who Every- shared it everyone who's oh, yeah.
2: donated everyone yeah absolutely absolutely oh, even, oh, though
1: I, even though i shout out gav he won't like it but I'm, but it's it's yes. it's gav spearheaded it but everyone who has been involved has been magnificent um yeah but yeah don't forget to um, um, check out my sponsor, www.eliteme.com. Honest to God, their products are fantastic and they're worldwide. Um, check them out. Go to their website, LFC10, and you get a ten percent discount just over Christmas. It could be what you need to calm your nerves and relax you because this is going to be a tense, tense Christmas period Thank for you. all those teams that we've mentioned. Is don't forget to like and subscribe this show. Don't forget, I've also got my own small little channel um, in the background. Give us a subscribe if you haven't already. Um, it's 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 um, it's just a small little channel that's doing fairly well at the moment. I'd love your support, but keep supporting the trippers, keep supporting everyone else in the chat. And the guys I've got, Conroy Talks. Yes, of course, Conroy Talks. And Conroy Talks very well. So give him a follow. Yeah, him there, a should, there should
0: be another word to the end
1: of that. You no, we're going to leave that it. That we're going to <laughs> leave it for now. We'll assess it at the end of the season. Right? What to do by the end of it. Um, but this has been magnificent. This has been Carnage. Shout out to all of you lot. Have a great night. Sports social podcast network.